0: Guess, D- Dan, Dan you're
1: down. aggravating Tommy. I'm going to mute Dan in like two seconds.
2: Oh, Tommy. I guess I'll just do this one.
0: Welcome back to Life's Man's Opinion. I'm your host, Tommy McGrell. With me tonight, as always, is producer Roland Barreale, Rich Cakel, and the person who ruins every opening, Dan Mara. Facts. Facts. We got one, two, three, possibly four beers tonight for you. That's tasty. And uh, we're going to talk some uh, Giants, some Eagles, some NFL in general. Uh, we got some NBA news for you, and we got some baseball news for you. But Ooh. we're going to get right into it baseball. with the NFL this week. <clears throat> we are going to start in a little known place called Philadelphia, fans
1: wow.
0: where fans... I live and die by their favorite players, and then toss them to the side to bring in something sexy. Richie, we talked about Hertz last week a little bit because he got got a chance. This was his first start and uh, he brought it.
3: Yes, he did, he looked fantastic.
0: And the play calling was better. You had a good run game.
3: Yeah, it was a solid play calling by Doug. Uh, and when the plays weren't working, Hertz's legs were able to uh, fix any issues with the rest of the team.
0: So do you, th- do you think uh, Doug was purposely calling bad plays because he doesn't <laughs> like Carson Wentz?
3: I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. You know, looking back at the game, you see a lot of the highlights. A lot of them were Hurts making garbage out of gold. So, gold out
0: of garbage.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. Garbage out of gold. I can yep. see it both ways. <laughs> <full place. laughs> name. Name of episode. Yep. Garbage out of gold.
3: Yeah. So, uh, you you know, so the play calling wasn't a ton better, but he kind of uh, he made a point to. Pl- Call plays to hurt strengths And to uh, hide his weaknesses Which is something he didn't do with Carson So it's not actually the play calling itself It was just the strategy behind Putting him in a better position To succeed Does
1: Jalen Hurts line up better with the play calling And they just haven't changed it?
3: Well, you know, for instance He didn't call many deep plays He didn't call many uh, You know, ten, 10 yard Or deeper passes throughout the game All of the plays were five-yard passes, screens, running, uh, read options, just quicker developing plays because Hertz is not known, I guess, for his passing ability.
0: I mean, so, he, only, he only had 30 attempts on the game compared to uh, Carson Wentz, who usually tr- throws about 60 to 70 times a game, maybe even 80.
3: <laughs> 80 times, yes, yeah. And, I mean, out of those 30 attempts, not many of them were – Pass attempts over five yards. Yeah, no. So that—that's that, first... what people wanted to happen with Wentz a little more and yeah. more. Well, you know. So, uh, but either way, you know, even without that, Hertz legs just made a difference regardless of play calling. Uh, you yeah. could see it; it gave a spark to the team. So you definitely got to go with Hertz rest of the season, if not longer.
0: Boom. Um first time all year that the saints gave up uh over 100 yards rushing for uh two players right um sanders first, and and hurts had 100 over 100 I, yards. I think it
3: was their first time giving up a 100 yard rusher in 56 games
0: yeah yeah something crazy like that. that. that's
3: ridiculous
0: it is pretty ridiculous yeah um, so
3: and and you know i'm gonna say you heard it here first you're never gonna see carson wentz play again in philadelphia
2: Whoa. Wow. Um, I, I Bold, hit the, did, did, bold prediction. Did, did I say, didn't I say that last week?
0: Shut up, Dan. No one likes you. <laughs> I
2: don't okay. know how bold it was when you just copied my statement from a week ago. But okay. Not even a week ago. Five Five days ago. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Also, he spread Art? the ball around pretty pretty well um, with the passes that he did connect on. Um, it looks like he really got every single uh, receiver involved, tight end. Um,
1: Should they have waited to sign Wentz to that contract? <clears> you couldn't
3: yeah, see could, this They coming. could have waited a year they, longer. They they could have I
1: mean, yeah, I, I get that they couldn't see this coming, but, like, they're signing him in the middle of the year when he hasn't really had a great season so far. He, I mean, reading the tea leaves hurts. And he, and he still has gotten a start or two.
3: Well, they signed him before this season. They didn't sign him this year. They oh. Him... oh, I thought it was like two weeks ago. No, no, no. It was a while ago. Oh, no. my bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while. They, 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 They wanted to sign him before the next wave of quarterbacks, you know, like Dak especially, got signed. They, they were hoping they would sign him for a little bit under market value. But obviously, oh. uh, that didn't work out too well.
0: That did not work out too well. Well, we're going to see if uh, Hertz can uh, keep up this run. Um, I mean, the Saints—they're now playing without Breeze. They're a little down in the dumps, but uh, I don't
3: know. Oh, one more, they one more—they had one, won like ten games in a row.
0: Yeah, they should have. They
3: should have won. They got dominated. They—they they had no. Well, you know, to be fair, the second half they did shut down Hertz in the second half. He did virtually nothing in the second half. Uh he had a drop pick six. He fumbled at the end of the game. So things could have been a lot worse. Um but uh you know they escaped with that W. It was pretty close. You know, they barely recovered an onside kick at the end of the game.
0: You still have a chance at uh winning the division.
3: I hope not. Let's uh I'd rather a top ten pick at this point.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
3: Yeah, and one and one Final official announcement. I have changed the name of my kid to Jalen Cagle now.
2: Jalen Cagle.
3: Yep. Until it's a next paperwork. week
2: when Jalen shits the bed and then it'll be back yeah. for something else. <laughs> it may happen on both counts. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they both can shit the bed next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I don't know where he goes from there yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> Eagle,
0: eagles play the cardinals Daniel. next cardinals cowboys and uh finish out the season with washington
2: easy schedule oh. you could win out
0: yeah you could win out
2: hmm. i
0: think you i think you lose to the cardinals but that's just me hopefully um all right moving on talking about in division um the Washington football team beat the 49ers, so uh, they're looking like they're posturing uh, to to take over the lead in in the division. I mean, they have the lead now. Amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's truly unbelievable. And um, man, I can't believe Washington is going to win. Uh, the Cowboys actually beat the Bengals 30 to seven, so they put on a show. Um, really, the NFC East I think is still uh, kind of open. I think a little bit,
1: a little bit. There are uh, still fighters in the division, though. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to play an NFC East team in the playoffs. It's so volatile. Who you're going to get?
0: Yeah, and then if you could easily them, get it's like someone,
1: embarrassing. To, you could get a first round upset out of the NFC East for sure. Yeah, I'm not seeing yeah. it. Yeah, playoffs. Are you good. heard it here
0: <laughs> playoffs. Um Moving on to the last uh, team in the division, the New York football Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones rushed back thinking he would save the day against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And uh, the Giants got stomped 26-7. This game was ugly. It was uh, a failure on all aspects of the game uh coaching players everybody failed um this was like a uh a game that we would see in the first uh couple of weeks that's what it reminded me of where they were like lost and daniel jones didn't know how to play and they didn't know what calls to to uh plays to call for him. um i didn't like it the defense looked bad um but they were out on the field like the whole entire game. There was no offense. So, I mean, they were gassed out. And um, it was just, you know, a step backwards. Roland, I know you uh, kind of feel the same way.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would say the least, like the most disheartening game, I wasn't watching it, but listening to it all year. it, It was like the team was in rebuilding instead of making the playoff run. They really just should have sat Daniel Jones and played limited Colt McCoy and had a similar plan to what they did last week. And if that wasn't working, maybe put Jones in. But he was just a sitting duck there without his mobility. And it really highlighted his other deficiencies that he needs to grow in as a quarterback. And it was just an ugly game to listen to. I mean, three fumbles. At and the defense, I think, played a okay for the first half at least but then they were just out there so long it was hard for them to make plays Um, and in some of the previous games you saw the offense go on a roll defense got a chance to recuperate and when they came back in they were really really slamming the quarterback and, and making pressure forcing plays and you just it just none of that like no evidence of the giants from the last few games in this game i think
0: yeah uh, it was tough. It was tough to watch. I almost didn't didn't want to watch watch the second half. Um, I kind of didn't. Daniel Jones had a nine point one QBR, uh, eleven to twenty one, one hundred and twenty seven yards. He had six sacks, for negative negative fifty two yards. Um, it was bad. Rushing. Gallman had fifty seven yards. Uh, Lewis had fourteen yards. It, 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 You got a little golden Tate in there. He had 39 yards. Um, It's just, I don't know what's going on with Slayton and uh, Ingram. They're not getting open as much as they used to. Daniel Jones, like you said, fumbled three times, lost one. Colt McCoy got into the game at the end of the game. He fumbled once, lost one. Uh, Lewis lost one. You know, I mean, and then you look at the defensive stats. Uh, The... When you see that you have so many tackles, you know, 92 tackles, you know your defense is out there, too much, way too much, and um, you know, yeah, 55 solo tackles, 92 uh, team tackles, you know, it's uh, it's too much for the defense can't can't play like that, can't be can't be expected sure, to do anything.
1: I'm sure yeah. Dan wants to talk about the play calling just not taking risks when they needed to and not going on fourth down in the opponent's territory, just routine plays that you have to make if you want to try to win the game. And they just played too passively.
0: Yeah, it was like they knew Daniel Jones wasn't going to be able to move, um, and they didn't do anything about
2: it. Dan, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you touched on most of it. The the play calling still... I have not been thrilled with the play calling all season, and I don't think it's gotten any better. I mean, even though they won last week, the offensive play calling doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, Roland mentioned, you know, you have third and one early in the game when it's, when you're still competitive. I think it was still in the first half. You were down maybe two scores, but still in the first half.
3: Yeah, 10 And it's
2: like, yeah, 10 nothing. And it was like, it was third and one from around midfield. And you go deep, fine you know, third and one, go deep, see if you can hit it. But then, but then you punted. If you're going to go third and one and go deep, you have to then be going for it on fourth down. That that play just doesn't make any sense to me. Why are you going deep? Then just get the first down then. That's a safer play to get the first down if you're going to try to risk it. So I don't understand that. Obviously, Daniel Jones, looked. he was just, it looked like Eli in his last two years of play out there. He couldn't move and the offensive line's not good enough to hold up blocks to give you time without getting hit. You need to, be a little bit mobile with uh, The offensive line deficiencies uh, It was it, And you know we knocked Daniel Jones a lot and you know He misses some some some, some uh, He missed some, some players That were open but His receivers do not Get open Golden Tate And I know this has been his MO but It's gotten worse he, the guy doesn't get open Every play he has to essentially out jump His receiver because his defender Because his defender's right next to him Slayton is clearly hurt because he's he's not never open. Shepard doesn't seem to have it, and Ingram's Ingram. So like I, I just don't understand. Like where's no Jones supposed to go with the ball? Like Slayton is his big play receiver, and he's clearly something's up with Slayton because he's not he's never open, and 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 that's you know that's a problem with the offense. They have the worst offense in the league, the second worst yeah. offense in the league, and that's a problem. I mean, you, how do you have the second worst offense in the league? What concerns me is that Daniel Jones wasn't le- wasn't playing like this last year. He w- he he w- had an upward trajectory and now he clearly has a downward trajectory. Uh, but even before this game, so something's up with the offense. Uh, I do think you have to blame Jason Garrett. You know defense. Yeah, maybe they, maybe they were on the field too long, but they gave up some bad plays. That touchdown where the two defenders were off and they you know where they completely mistimed their jumps was a killer. Um, and they just couldn't get off the field on third down. Kyle Murray killed him with his legs. Not, not necessarily <clears throat> big plays, but like 10, 12-yard gains. Uh, you know, I think they kind of got – seemed like they were a little too overconfident in this game. and Yeah. They're not that good of a team to look past teams. Yeah. Well, I think that they're any good.
0: Yeah. And like you were
2: saying on that touchdown, I think uh, –
0: when was it? That, that was the end of the first half. They had the blitz up the, up the middle – and they just missed them, and uh, Murray threw up kind of kind of a prayer almost to the middle of the end zone towards the towards the back, and you just didn't have the corners on. You had two corners that were supposed to be covering the wide receiver, and he, they let him get behind them, and um, that that kind of sucked because that would have been you know just a field goal after that. So um, yeah, stupid mistakes like you were saying. Liking this beer,
2: and um, um, you know n- now I think. Well, I mean, the other thing that I, you know, I think so. Jones clearly wasn't ready to come back. I think Judge probably saw the opportunity to make the playoffs, and I think like we said last week, Giants needed to win this game if they really wanted to make a serious run at the playoffs. And I think Judge probably said, you know, Jim, Jan- you know, Jones gives us the best shot at winning, which he probably did, um, and they lost. And now I think, I mean. I mean, you saw that game last night. Giants are playing both of those, both Cleveland and Baltimore the next two weeks. Uh,
1: there was no defense last night, though. That was ridiculous. That was no. Unique. It
2: was but, like when
1: you played the European teams in Madden. It was,
2: they were just no, lobbing
1: 40-yard <clears throat> passes down the
2: field. But the Giants, the Giants aren't going to be able to score 40 points, 30 points even, if they need to. The, uh, I don't know. I think they'll they'll both those teams are 28. <laughs> Maybe, but how many times – I think the Giants have scored more than 28 points one time this season.
1: Now it's so even, time as
2: any. <laughs> even 28 points. Like, just watching Cleveland and Baltimore, like, the Giants aren't going to be able to keep up if those teams get off to starts. And those teams are both playing well now. looks like Baltimore self fixed some stuff. And Cleveland, I know they lost, but, you know, they've just been playing really well lately. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough tough uh, final stretch for the Giants. Um, you know Giant. – Giants have only scored over 24 times this year. Jesus. It's even worse. I mean, I mean they they I think they have the them and the Jets are the worst two offenses in the league if if I remember correctly, which is I don't know. I mean, how is that possible? Like even regardless of what you think of Daniel Jones, even, he's a service at at the very worst. He's a serviceable starting quarterback. And serviceable starting quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins is gonna have a mediocre offense. Like I just I don't understand what the problem is with the Giants' offense, and I don't think it's just because Barkley's not there because their running game has been better lately. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know. Offensive line's not great. It's been playing better. I really don't. I really think they need to look at at getting Jones a weapon, like a big time weapon. Um, I think slayton has been hurt this year, and I think that's. Killed them, but you know Tate is not the answer. I know Rich loves him, but he sucks.
0: Uh, <laughs> so do you, do you do you spend your first round first round pick on a wide receiver then? With all um, the holes that you have, do you really do
2: that? I mean, if there's one available, I would. I or, or a big time free agent. I mean, I don't know who's going to be. You know, I, like I, I remember when the Giants got to Eli. They had tumor, Tiki. And then they immediately signed Flax Baris and drafted Jeremy Shockey. Like, they got him weapons right off the bat. (laughs) Like, Evan Ingram isn't the answer at tight end. You know, Golden Tate's not the answer. Shepard is probably winding down his career. And, you know, Slayton's hurt. Even Slayton at his best, is he a true number one receiver? I I don't think so.
0: No.
2: No. So, you know. He's a two. Yeah, he's a two. I think he'd be a great two. Um. so you don't have a number-one receiver. You don't have a legit tight end. Shepard, I think, is a solid slot guy, but he's kind of come and gone throughout the season. And I get, you know, yeah, you don't have Barkley, which obviously is a big part of your offense. So, you know, but I don't know. You know what I, I, think know what I, wanted,
0: I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about the Giants, you know, as a fan? I mean, how do you feel about the Giants being – just always an an old fashioned team. Like you look at the Eagles, they'll go through their runs. You know that they, they brought in uh, Carson, and then and then the, now they're bringing in Hertz. Hertz looks good. The play callings, you know, uh, has been up and down this year. But in past years, you've had you know like uh, kind of new age um, play calling and new age you know football. I just don't get that from the Giants. Like, do you ever think, like, players just don't see coming to the Giants as fun? Like, free agents actually wanting to come to this franchise?
1: Uh, I don't know. I... What? Get them out. You need new culture.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. I I, I don't know what their – I don't know what the problem is with with the offense. Um. You know, you, you got Garrett and, and, and the Cowboys had, had one of the better offenses, you know, for the past few years with Dak and everything. And Dak's not like a phenomenal, you know, quarterback. I mean he he's surrounded by incredible talent. But I I, I just don't understand what the problem is with the Giants offense. Funny you want to be a running team, I don't I don't give a shit what type of team you want. But you have to be able to throw the ball. Uh you know, I think the Giants had had the opportunity to be creative a few years ago when they had Beckham, and I think they underutilized him. You know, you use Beckham almost like how the Chiefs use, like, Hill and some of their guys, but they never did.
0: Um, but that's what I mean. Like, you get, like, one player, you should have, like you said, you know, built your offense basically around him, used him differently. The Giants are just stuck in this monotony of – it's almost like, uh, you know, they're just uh, players come here, you know, run yeah. old, old-fashioned plays and, and do old-fashioned things and, and not really do. I mean, maybe, you know, this year it's it's been a little different. You know, there's been kind of like little glim- glimmers of it here and there that they're coming around with the play calling. But it has just always seemed like you get these – you get a onesie z star player like OBJ, you know, Barkley, and you just underutilize them, and then they wind up getting hurt, and then you get rid of them. Then you go back to old-fashioned football. I don't want old-fashioned football.
3: Tommy, Tommy's down on the Giants. He's down I want on the new, Giants.
0: I want new school. I don't want the old school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I, honestly I don't know what – right now, I don't know what – um. What type of offense Jason Garrett runs? Um, like, you, you know, you, you watch teams who have you know good offenses, and like you'll see they'll run plays where they'll have guys wide open. Like you never see, or you hardly ever see a giant receiver wide open, you know, because the play was too, you know, because the, the route was too good that they they fooled the defense and the guys running free in the in the secondary. Like that never happens with the Giants. I don't understand why. Like those, you know. Like once a game you know I, I, yeah, I just don't I don't get it. I, I don't you know, I don't think they have you know, the problem with the Giants is they don't have enough talent, uh, skill position talent to have extra blockers in um, to give Daniel Jones more time because you know, Slayton and Shepard and Angram even they're not gonna get away from guys. so if you if you keep an extra blocker or two in, and send a few, one less guy out, no one's breaking a double team. They can't, they can't even break man-to-man coverage. I I just don't think the talent is there in the receiving core, especially with Slayton Hurt, for the Giants to, to do much offensively. And this is, you know, pretty pathetic offensively. And, and Judge, I like Judge, and I, I know I, I was praising him last week, and I do think he's a good coach. My one criticism is I think sometimes he plays it too conservatively and it's like 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 that play like third and one go deep then you have to go for it on fourth down like stop playing field position game you're not you know offense has to, I know they haven't been good but you, you have to score points you can't you can't just hope to win every game
0: 17-13
2: right which is what he which is what the Giants that is their goal almost every game is to win like 17-13 21-17 yeah. like, you can't win like that. Or consistently win like that. So that's my one criticism. I'll be interested to see if he makes any other offensive changes in the off season. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Jason Garrett is fired after one season. Yeah, I mean he fired his offensive line coach, which apparently Garrett was, did not approve of. Yeah. Or like, or, or let's let's say maybe not necessarily fired. I, I could see him being fired, or he's just not the offensive coordinator next year you know does he get like a a, a, the same position somewhere else Do the giants like allow garrett to interview elsewhere i could see that too so he just leaves yeah i wouldn't be surprised i don't think judge wanted him um
0: well jason garrett jason garrett Garrett got fired uh hired before joe judge did
2: yeah basically yeah so i like i don't think yeah. yeah i mean this isn't the guy that judge wanted like he fired his offensive line coach that Garrett didn't agree with. Uh, I could see Garrett saying, Fuck this, I want out and instead of just firing him because then they'll have to pay him, they'll say, Fine, you know, you can interview for other offensive coordinator or any other job that you want and if you get it, we'll let you leave. I don't see so, that happening. But I could I, I could see that. I, I don't know. I, I mean the Giants I find it hard to believe that if you're gonna you're gonna bring back the worst the offensive coordinator of the worst offensive in the league last year. Like, I don't care how, how little talent he gave you have. Him you can one steal. year, and he didn't get to pick all the people. Doesn't matter. You get you coach the players you have. Tough shit. Like the defense isn't great, but they're they're a top twelve defense with that talent. I mean, I don't know. I, if you're a good coordinator, you, you can coach up decent units so that they're respectable. Right now, the giant offense is the worst in the league, and that's not respectable.
0: All right. I want I,
2: I want I want him out. I want Garrett fired
0: good great that's the last word uh going around opinion that's the last man's opinion (laughs) going around the league real quick uh patriots lost to the rams on thursday night 24 to 3 bears beat the texans 36 to 7 texans are uh i feel bad for deshaun watson um Chiefs beat the Dolphins 33-27. That game was closer than I thought it was gonna be. Um,
1: started off rough. Didn't he throw two picks like in the first? Yeah, yeah. He or did
0: something? not. He did not. He did not start out well. Titans beat the uh, Jags 31-10. Uh, sea Seahawks beat the Jets 40-3. That game I was. Uh, uh, that game got put on where I was. Uh, watching tv and uh i was like why are we watching this (laughs) why why are we watching this no
2: Uh, uh
0: battle of the afc uh what is that the afc north no 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 sorry battle of afc teams uh bills and steelers uh, Bills beat the Steelers 26-15. This was kind of a surprise. Uh, Steelers are in a, a rut right now, a two-game rut, uh, not playing good. Um, that was a good
2: game, but, though. Yeah, Bills play good. They're a good
0: team. Well, the Bills are a good team, but the Steelers, I don't know, once they had got their First loss. I mean, the first loss was bad, and
1: this—they—they're mm-hmm. uh,
0: just—they're not playing well. They Let's let Josh they Allen them. get away
1: with a lot in that game. There were some yeah. mistakes they could have punished, and they didn't. And then they just kind of trampled them.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, as you were saying, the Ravens beat the Browns, forty-seven to forty-two. Uh, this game went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, a lot of scoring. It was like an
1: old-fashioned... The last two minutes was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't believe but... it. Could not believe it. Could not believe it.
0: Uh, moving right along out of the NBA, out of the NFL and into the NBA, uh, Giannis signed a, uh, extension with Milwaukee. How do you guys feel about Ooh. it?
3: I right. like it. I always like seeing a player stay, you know, with <laughs> the same team.
0: 228 million Super Max extension dollars for five years.
1: He almost gets paid as much as I do now.
0: Five years, 228 million. <laughs> five years, 228 million Dollars with an opt-out Some in the fourth that. year.
2: Whew, that's a lot of hooch. That's the max, right? Or is that the super max? Super max.
1: It's yeah. It's probably only like 22 million after taxes. So <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's just more money than I'll see in my lifetime after taxes.
0: <laughs> super max two hundred and twenty eight million dollars for five years mm. Mm, mm, mm. I mean he, he's worth it I guess yeah um, you got to pay the MVP you got to pay the MVP he's obviously put Milwaukee on the map uh, he's obviously doing things he's a contender he's putting you in contention um, you're uh, still young your, not
1: injury prone
0: yeah, he's your lifeline to being competitive, attracting other free agents, and uh, attracting fans. So uh, Bucks made a good move. Uh, like you said, Richie, like it when uh, they stick with the, uh, the team that brought him in. I like it too. And um, well worth the money. NBA uh, started their preseason uh, this week. You guys, uh, you guys, peep peep any uh, preseason? Peep that.
3: Yeah, I was just watching the Sixers right now. How the, the, the
0: Sixers? How the Sixers it, looking,
3: baby? Oh, ten times more fun than last year. Last year, man, they were not fun team to watch. This they year, a state of depression last year. Yeah, state it was bad. Depression. This year, they might have less overall <laughs> talent, but the pieces just fit together better, so it makes sense on the court. Um, you know, and you can just see a difference. It's going to be fun. Their rookie looked awesome tonight. Friend of the pod. Master Shake looked awesome tonight. Shake Milton. Going to be a surprise player this year.
2: How many shakes you got? Hell <laughs> <laughs> drink shakes over there in Philly. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm, I'm high. I'm, I'm so excited the Sixers are back. You know, after dealing with the Eagles, now we get a fun team to watch for the next. Three to six months. <laughs> two to three. Two to three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two to three weeks, and it's all downhill. Yep, pretty much. Um. Yeah, and fuck Boston. They beat tonight. Boston tonight. Fuck them. What, what,
2: what, once Barkley criticizes Embiid one time, the whole season's going downhill.
3: <laughs> That's true. That that could happen uh, very soon. <laughs> Doesn't take much. And, and uh, did you see? Uh, uh, he's going to a that? therapist. He's going to a therapist.
2: <laughs> and uh, Rich, what's the deal? Did you see uh, James Harden gain like 500 pounds?
3: Oh uh, no, I haven't seen a picture of him.
0: Oh,
3: he's in the <laughs> he's in seen, uh, he's in the oh strip
2: club. He stopped working out.
3: Oh he's, my god! Yeah, his it, it his it looks body like is he, about uh, as I'm it's as looking at as it as now. He's looking. He's looking <laughs> like, like Timbal <clears> Trace. <throat>
2: He does look like a
3: capo <laughs> He does look like a Oh man, that's
2: bad, bro.
1: Look at him titties.
2: Somebody said he looks like yeah. he. Somebody says he looks like he's uh, Scott Calvin transitioning to Santa.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, but uh, how concerned would you be if he was if he got traded to like the Knicks right now? I, you know, like I, I feel like Harden's a competitor. Like I feel like he'd get in the shape if he was excited about where he gets traded to.
0: Yeah, but he also doesn't he's got that game that it it kinda like fits to what he's doing. I mean every time I see him, he's just dribbling around the three point line and launching threes. <laughs> it's not doing much. Step back, get fouled, yeah. That's it. I
3: know. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited. I want to see him traded somewhere. I don't uh I don't want the season to go too far with him still in Houston.
2: I mean I mean they they want him to they're trying to trade into Brooklyn, isn't that isn't that still the, the hot piece? No, nah,
3: that's yeah. not happening. That's they're not saying happening. Brooklyn or Philly are the top two, but and then maybe Boston gone. Boston as well.
0: He ain't going to
1: Brooklyn.
3: How's he gonna get to Philly? Uh they're put they're pushing for Simmons plus some first. Um,
2: Probably a plan. Would he yeah, would like... you do it?
3: No, uh you know, I, I think he's obviously a better player than Ben Simmons will ever be. But yeah. uh, you know he, he's on the tail end of his career. Yep. They're they're saying the asking price is Ben Simmons plus three first rounders. Too too high. I, I you know plus maybe you know one of their young players as well. You know it, it just you know, it feels like a lot and a big risk. I'd rather just have fun with Ben and Joel and see what happens in the next few years because we're we're. Worst case, Ben and Joel do not work after two years. Ben's still going to have a pretty high value in two years. You can you can trade him for a haul, I believe. A haul. A haul. A
0: haul. A haul.
3: Yeah. So I'm passing. But a team yeah, a I team like the Knicks, you know, the Knicks, I think should. I don't know if they would have a package for him though. No. Who would they give? Who would they give? I mean, the Rocket Who would they give?
0: Well, they'd have to <laughs> give up all their draft picks. That they just got. Uh, would you
2: want? Would you want any of the Knicks draft picks?
3: Yeah, it still might not be enough. <laughs>
0: and, that, yeah, and then I they mean, gotta, get a, they gotta get a
1: third team involved. Can you put a weight clause <laughs> in there?
3: <laughs>
1: or a Santa Claus in this case? <clears throat>
3: that, that's a that's a good question. Can the Knicks even put together a package to get him at this point?
1: I don't think so.
2: And then and, yeah, I don't think. Who would you give up? Obi. Who? who You'd have to give up Ob Barrett, R J, Mitch, and a fir- and I guess next year maybe your next two first round picks.
0: I mean, say you keep you keep, o- keep Ob and you, you take R J, Frank, Mitch, and all your draft picks over the next five years.
3: <laughs> you can't do your next five years anyway. Yeah, that would only be like three picks really. You can- you got to do every other year.
2: Yeah. And they wouldn't do it this year anyway, because this is the this is the supposed to be the loaded draft, so it'd have to be next year
3: yeah Whatever and then and
2: then, what, and then what and then what and what are the next a thirty five win team forty win team
3: yeah, like just yeah. Just they destroyed their roster. yeah,
2: <laughs> they destroyed their roster and 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 for maybe ten more wins well i mean
0: you'd you'd be playing four on five,
3: you know what dan it would be fun to see how it all went down though. It, it, it might be more... You might have more fun than what's going to happen this year.
2: I might. I don't know. No, I mean, it would be much... I mean, it would be literally James Harden sitting at the top of the key, dribbling for 20 seconds and launching at the rate, because nobody else on that. And the problem is, like God, the Knicks would be the worst place for James Harden to land, because James Harden needs, like, complimentary players. Like, he's a great player, obviously. But, right. Like, there is nobody on the Knicks roster that would complement anything James Harden would do. None of them can shoot a three-pointer, so they can't just sit outside and wait no. if he kicks it out. Like, I don't even know how it would work. Yeah, it, it couldn't. <laughs> like, I don't even know... Like, this thing, the Knicks are like, oh, you know, we want to trade for, like, a super, for like a disgruntled superstar and trade for him. And, like, they sit back and wait, and then, like, Anthony Davis doesn't come, Giannis doesn't come, Harden's not coming. Like, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, you're not... I don't know. Like, like, these guys aren't – like, even if Giannis ends up leaving Milwaukee, where the hell would he come to the Knicks? Like, he, he has a better situation than Milwaukee. That's a better team. More If you just take Giannis out – And better and play, ownership. And play Milwaukee versus the current Knicks lineup without Giannis, the Bucs would still beat the Knicks by 20 points. Ten out of ten times. Like, I, I don't know.
3: Yeah. You, you need one of these young players to step up this year because – Almost nothing else can happen with the team unless you have one real promising piece on the roster.
2: Yeah, so, like you're not going to get a player to come to the Knicks unless there's somebody else uh, who, who's also a player. Right. Or you, or you, miraculously sign two big free agents. But the problem is the rest of the lineup is so bad. Like that's the pro- that's, that's what the Knicks don't understand. Is like. Like, everything with the Heat or with Brooklyn or with whomever, like, there were other talented players there. They might not have been superstar players, but it was a good roster. The Knicks have a bad roster from 1 to 12. There's not one player on that team that any other team would want. Would you want RJ Barrett? The guy couldn't even make the second team, second all-rookie team last year. So people didn't think he was one of the top 10 or 12 rookies in the league last year.
3: There's only 30, 28 rookies. How many fucking rookies are there? He's yeah, like middle bad. of the pack. Very bad. Well, I, you know, to be fair, I think a lot of teams would be interested in a lot of players on the Knicks. You know, they're young players, but I don't think they would give up, risk a lot of value to get those players. No. Yeah,
0: I'll give, I'll give you a second-round pick. i give all yeah. you – the the Knicks are going to draft every single
1: position in, in the second round. Knicks are going to have the entire second round one year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I. <laughs> Back yeah, to I, back years. Back
1: to back years.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really
1: 25 don't.
2: And 26. Like, I don't say, like, I don't understand what the Knicks. You know, like, what, I, I, don't know. Like, like Tibbs in his all, uh, in his genius said something like, you know, the Knicks aren't going to sit back uh, and hope that superstar is going to come to them. They're going to be aggressive in, in in signing one. It doesn't matter how aggressive you are if the team is terrible. No fucking superstar is coming here. Like, if you're a 20-win team, even let's say Kevin Durant, if you're a 20-win team and you just go and sign Kevin Durant, same thing with Harden, what do you become? A 35-win team? Why the hell would any player want to do that? Makes no sense. You know what it is, Rich. You know what it is. What is it? They think, so like Melo wanted to come to the Knicks, so they think there's plenty of, they think every superstar is like that. But Melo only wanted to come to the Knicks because his wife wanted to come to New York. That was it. Anthony could give a shit. But his wife wanted to be in New York to help her career or whatever. That's the only reason why he demanded to come to the Knicks. You hear anybody else demanding to come to the Knicks? Fuck no.
1: Like the era the Mets failed purchase.
2: Exactly. Like, that's it. So unless they have, like, some, some significant other spouse, family member who's trying to make it famous and thinks New York is their option— you're not going to get a regular superstar to be like, oh, yeah, let's go to New York because that's, that's going to they're, they're close to a championship or there's a lot of good young talent there. Like, where's the good fucking young talent? Frank's going to be gone. Frank can't even crack the starting lineup. Really? Peyton, Pay, are we serious? Alfred Peyton's a 28 year old, never has been. Barrett is a middle of the road rookie last year and a weak rookie class. Uh, they're still starting Julius Randle, who might be the worst power forward in the league. And now Noel, New Orleans Noel, is starting over fucking Mitch Robinson. So, there you go. Your 2020 Knicks.
0: Hey, Obi's going to lead the way.
2: Oh, did you end up buying the package? Not yet. I'll wait until the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to wait
0: until the, he said once the regular season starts, he's going to say, eh, I'm going to give it a week. Eh, I'm going to give it two weeks. Nah, the Knicks suck. I'm not going to do
1: it. That'd be the best decision of Dan's life.
2: Not to get it. Yeah. yeah, not to get
1: it. Yeah, just to push it <laughs> off week by week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Time to it off. Move. Nick, Nick signing a star is critical. No shit. Yeah, move, well, you move. know, that,
3: that's, <laughs> that's the thing that makes the NBA so more interesting than all the other sports, is that you need a superstar, and it's the hardest sport to get one of the best players in the game. Because there's, like... So many things you need in your favor to make it to hap- happen. Like in every other sport, you can just offer the guy the most money and he's likely going to come. But in the NBA, so many teams can offer the player the most money. Yep. That doesn't mean anything. Yep.
2: I know. I know because unless you have early bird rights like like Milwaukee has with like Giannis where they can give him the super max. Like if Giannis were to become a free agent, every team in the league would offer him the exact same contract. Right. So, you, there has to be another reason why he's going to your franchise. And, like, yeah, the Knicks have New York, but, like, what else is there?
3: Nothing. Yeah, that's New
2: what York, they don't get.
3: New York name doesn't mean as much as it used to mean in, in the NBA. Nobody never meant anything. Yeah, but you also have to deal
2: with the Dolans.
3: Yeah, deal with Dolan. True. True.
2: I, I, All the Dolans. I, how many are there?
0: <laughs> you, you know what I mean. You know. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I do know. You know, uh, you know, I, yeah, I like and, I, and and like the Knicks, it's just such a, you know, they didn't do anything because they're like, because, you know, they were hoping for Anthony Davis next year. And obviously, Anthony Davis signed the big contract. Uh, Donovan Mitchell signed a big contract extension. And now, Giannis signed a big contract extension. So, like, <clears throat> next year, there's not going to be any big free agents. Like those are those are those are three big free agents last year, and now next year, and now they're all signed to long-term contracts. So like, I don't know. The Knicks need to like this would drive me crazy. Like try to win games. You have to win games and develop players. And then if R. J. Barrett looks like he he he's could be good, and then you could package him for like a James Harden. You know, if if you can develop some players, ah, they just drive me crazy. Crazy.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on. That's enough NBA talk. It's enough. It's enough. Yeah. Right? Enough. Ah. Moving on. MLB offseason. The Mets, they got a new owner. We'll talk about that in a minute. The Yankees are in trouble, Dan. Are they? We are are one year and $25 million apart from from what the DJ wants. Are they going to lose him? Are they going to miss out on him? What do you think?
2: I don't know. Is anybody else is anybody else chasing him?
0: Um, I think he's. They said he's going to start taking other offers more seriously because they are so far apart, twenty five million apart. I think so, everyone everyone in the league put put forward a you know a bid, thinking yeah. that he wasn't going to bite because. The connection to the Yankees was so strong, but now that the Yankees aren't really folding on what he wants, um, now he's going to consider some, some stuff.
3: Some stuff. Where do, where does he where does he mainly play? Does he uh, play at uh, second base? All does he DH at all? I think he, he does. I think he, yeah, he, he, he does he can everything.
2: Play every every position. Every single position. Where,
3: where does he get yeah. the majority of his games? <clears> at? <throat> It's usually what second, second base, yeah, and
0: second, then think, uh, yeah. he does some fill in at first base. Yep. He's
3: yeah, that, that was field. like that was
0: that was like the other problem. Like they didn't really have like a pos- a set position for him, but he still was in every single game, and he still won what the batting title and
3: yeah, won the batting
2: title
0: uh, like back
3: to back years or something like that. So is he, um, is he a must sign for you guys? What do you what do you think? He's a must sign. I yeah, love DJ. I think,
2: yeah, I think the Yankees have to sign him. But the
0: only the only setback is which what the Yankees are uh, trying to avoid is he's 32 years old. Um, yeah. He is playing the best baseball of his career, um, but he is 32 years old. Um, so yep. that's why they don't want to give them the extra year on the contract. Plus, they don't want to uh, get into, you know, too high of a contract. You know, they're trying to keep down their budget. Uh, they're
2: gonna, You know, they're going to have to be paying some Aaron Judge and some yep. of the other guys in the next couple of years. Uh, yep. They just gave Cole a big contract. They gave Stanton a big contract. Judge's contract's going to be coming up soon. So Sanchez, but I don't think they're going to pay him. Uh, so is Torres and probably another two years or so. I think they gave Hicks a big... So they're trying to be manageable and make sure that they're not, you know, the Yankees of, like, the early 2000s where they or mid-2000s, you know, whatever it was, where they had a bunch of, you know, 37, 30, you know, the Mark errors of the world, you know, where they're, like, 38-year-old guys still getting $30 million a year and they can't play anymore. Right. And so... You know, you think at thirty-two, Lemayu maybe has two or three good years left before he starts to slip,
3: and he, and he does turn twenty thirty-three in July, so in the middle of the yeah. season. So yeah, he's an older thirty-two. He is by the time by he the time he starts. He is.
0: Um, but but the, but the good thing about him is his his game is. Uh, something that can last he doesn't you know he's not a uh
2: he's not a huge power hitter he's contact yeah
0: yeah he's not a speedster he's not gonna good on the clubhouse
2: he's a great fielder he's you know uh uh, he's quiet you know i i get it that fifth year is kind of scary at another 25 million dollars if you're the yankees just because it's like okay you know at some point some of this some of those back end deals have to come off the books and you can't have them all so I get that and I don't know what you know I don't know I don't know that it, it would be it would be unfortunate if they let him walk and I don't think they have anybody that can kind of fill his base
0: yeah and I mean really their biggest problem is starting pitching still
2: yep so and, that's, that's... and 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 manager I cannot stand Aaron Boone Biggest mistake, whatever about Girardi. Biggest mistake was firing Girardi and hiring Boone. He's underachieved two years in a row. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I wasn't crazy about Girardi, so I was okay with that.
2: Yeah, but but that. he had but Girardi had a worse team, much worse team, much younger, much oh, worse Oh yeah. yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah. Yes. One I game agree away with, I agree with you,
2: from the World Series. I, I wasn't crazy about Girardi either, and I you know fine if you know you don't see that eye. He's an asshole. I get it. You you got to work with this guy every day, but. You know Aaron Boone, from whatever it says he's a nice guy, people like him uh, but like it seems him not done well the last two plus years
0: over over anal
2: yeah, he does, he does so I don't know
0: way too much he's you know you got all these hitters, you know, power hitters, uh big time home run hitters, you know, play to your strength. And uh, you, you, he conforms to, uh, to these teams that play small ball and, and do things. If you're going to beat up teams, beat up teams. Don't beat up a team one game and then the next game play down to them and let them win. Beat them up. Beat them up the first yeah. game. Keep beating them up the second game. And then if you lose the third game, okay. But then beat them up again on the fourth game. Just, just stay with it. That's your, that's your system right now. You have home run hitters, you got, you know, you got some good contact hitters, you know, you had DJ, just play to your strength. Don't fucking play to their game. That's that's not your, your, your system right now. Maybe you want it to be, but you have players that don't play that game, so don't force them to play that stupid game.
2: I know, I, you know, I, and I don't know, the Yankees have a lot of difficult, well, not a lot, but, you know... They have to play Stanton, and he kills the lineup. I, Yankees are in an interesting place. They're, they're they're going to be the favorites to to win the division, I would think, or, or one of the favorites. You know, obviously Tampa had a great year last year. Uh, yeah,
0: Toronto's Toronto's no slouch either.
2: No, but the Yankees have a better team. But I I don't know, you know. So 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 the Yankees have so the Yankees are committed to playing Stanton, which I think is a miss I mean, they have to because of the contract. But he just kills that lineup. Uh, any good pitching, he sucks. Um, you have LeMayu. What are you going to do with LeMayu? Are you going to give him that 50-year, 25 million? Um, I think the Yankees have to play Frazier. I think he's too good not to play him. I think the Yankees have to decide what to do with Andahar too. A... Andahar has not ha... has not been good the last few years. And I know two I know two years ago and he's, he has injured. But
0: he's been hurt. But he's been hurt, yeah.
2: Yeah, but he, was, he wasn't good last – like, what do you do with him? And where do you play him? Yeah, like I think you have to play Geo over Andahar, right? Oh So yeah, where does Andahar? Yeah. So the, so then where where does Andahar go? You might as, yeah, as well play, then you like, put
0: a, put him in left field.
2: But then doesn't is that where Frazier has to play? You have to. I think you play Fraser over Andahar.
0: Yeah, but then you do a platoon. He he DHs and and plays outfield. Those those two guys, and then you you say goodbye to uh, what's his name Big Head. Brett Gardner.
3: Oh, Rick. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be the end of an era pretty soon. Rick Gardner, yeah.
0: Yeah, you guys are yes. going to be
3: sad to see him go? I mean, he's on borrowed time.
0: Right now he's he's uh basically doing the super veteran role, and he's going to fill in where he can fill in. But um, he's obviously not the player he was.
2: No, the Yankees like him, though.
0: They like I, him, and I, li- I like him too. But, I like him, you know, I like him too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play him over, you know, uh, developing Frazier and developing Andujar. Like, give those guys eighty percent of the starts, and you bring in Gardner every once in a blue moon. You know.
2: Yeah, Andujar uh, has to show something. I mean, he was great in twenty eighteen. Then he was okay in twenty nineteen until he got hurt, and then he was bad last year. Like I yeah, know it's weird. Think... It a weird season. And yeah, he, might still, it was... he may still have been hurt. But he was still he was still hurt, and I
0: don't think he fully healed. So this will be the year. You he, know he, he has and to when he, to when they life. yeah when they came when they brought him back they didn't really bring him back. You know that like I know. he was like half in the minor league system half up. I know because uh, I, I think, think they and, knew I, that he was hurt. I,
2: and I think they have to make a decision with them at the start of the season. Be like, this is your position. You're gonna play here. You know, and you're going to get, you know, 500 at-bats. See. You know, you I, I, like, I, I feel like you can't, or if he's going to be DH, fine. Throw him at DH, that's your position, and go. And you're going to play the majority of your games there and occasionally get in the field. Like, I, I just feel like he, they platoon him, they move him around a ton. I, I just don't know what the end goal is with Andahar. Um, yeah. You know, like I mean, like instead stop, second- stop looking.
0: Yeah, stop looking at just his bat. If he can't, if he can only play half a game, like half the position, if he can only hit, you have to. I mean, you have the DH; he can do that fine. But maybe just start looking at you know trade options.
2: I know. I think they should. You
0: know, get get what you came from. Jesus, I just looked. I just looked at fucking Stanton's uh, contract. That's uh, awful. We have this. We got this guy until twenty twenty seven. There's a uh, club option in twenty twenty eight. Yeah. 20 the, 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 ne- the next two seasons <laughs> the next that's this nice. season and the next season is 29 million 23 through 25 is 32 million then back down to 29 million for 2026 25 million for 2027 and then there's a club option for 2028 that's 28 million with a 10 million dollar buyout <laughs> uh did you man. like Come on, Cash. Were you really thinking this was a good idea? But aren't the Marlins paying for some of that contract or no? I think so. Uh, They might be.
2: No. uh... um, Well, yeah. It's $30 $30 million over the the life of his contract. Yeah. So. That's all
0: they're paying.
2: Essentially essentially comes to like $5 million a year. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So whatever the number is, minus it by five. Yeah. So... Yeah, so if it's 29, he's getting 24 the next two seasons by the Yankees. Either way, but that's such a long con- – oh, my God, it's seven more years of him. And he's terrible now. Can you – uh God, can you imagine in two years? <laughs> he just, I can't stay is, healthy now.
0: I mean, yeah, that's that's his thing. Like, he cannot stay healthy at all. So,
2: oof. I mean, he's 31, and he can't stay healthy. His numbers are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even mm. e- even at the Baseball. even at the even at the five million a year, you know.
0: Yep. Roland, uh, does your new owner want him?
2: I'll trade
0: you for him. <laughs> no.
3: Let's I make like a deal owner. tonight, guys.
0: I'll I'll pay I'll pay ten mil of his of his contract every year if you take him. Super max. <laughs> how do you how are you feeling about your uh, new owner, Roland?
1: Good. He's been holding a lot of social media outlets and answers a lot of questions from the fans. Yeah, like better him.
0: than better than the A Rod group that wasn't going to pay attention to the Mets at all, right? Am
1: I right? <laughs> You're right. Although I mean, I, mean uh, I guess that's good to bring money into the the entertainment well that, group or whatever they were forming. The yeah, I mean, I'm, they're gonna do the same thing regardless. I don't. I'm yeah, not sure how uh, much extra money like J Lo's name is going to bring to City Field concerts because they already it's already an established venue for concerts. People want to go there, so yeah. I don't know how much added value there is there.
0: Yeah, I mean they were just. I think it was just they were going to bring more. It was going to be a
1: music venue. I would yeah. like to see them try to buy out some of those chop shops around City Field and build kind of like what they have at Lambeau and around some other sports arenas where you have, like, a um, festival sort of area yeah. or beer bar well, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, don't. Think. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean,
2: I mean, the Steinbrenners have been talking about doing that every time they, they you know. But, like, those businesses... I, I, remember, I remember, I know this is a different situation, but I remember uh, when we were in college, uh, Manhattan tried to, kept wanting to buy that chop shop to build like uh, uh, to build stuff, you know, other uh, uh, dorms or whatever. And because, like, I mean, the chop shops just raked in so much money, it cost so much to buy them out that it wasn't worth it. Now, I know the Mets have more money, but, like, they could just be like, fuck it. I'm not paying of dollars to buy this shitty little locate, you know? The same thing with the Steinbrenners. They refused to fucking... Every time that that was a big push about them building a new Yankee Stadium. They were gonna make turn the area around and do this, that, and the other thing. They fucking did shit.
0: There's a mall there.
2: <laughs> and there's like there's like a shitty little field that they like. Made where Yankee active. Stadium yeah, used to old, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible.
0: I wouldn't say it's a shitty
2: field. I mean, it's not what they made it to be.
0: It's a it's a good youth sports league field complex. <laughs>
3: I guess. Fair minimum. So, Roland, did the uh, Mets make any other moves this offseason besides uh, the new owner? Yeah, and just James signed a,
2: a new pitcher,
1: James McCann. Oh, yeah,
3: James. saw that. Yeah. James, James. He's, been, McCann.
1: he's been improving over the last couple of years. Looks to be a, a good signing, I think. They were also in the talks with one or two other people.
0: Are they going to bring back back the black uniforms?
1: I hope so. I like the black. One uniforms.
2: can only hope. Yeah, I like them too.
1: Um New GM. Conforto, they're in like final talks, I think, to re to sign an extension on him. It was someone else they were I think a pitcher that they were in, in talks
3: with. Let's see
0: nothing that blows your mind though, Rich.
3: Nothing
1: Liam Hendricks.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's boop, early. Boop, boop, we haven't really started the off season yet. I guess. No. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm
1: not super uh, knowledgeable about Liam
2: Hendricks. I mean, that's not yeah. a solid team, though. That's a solid yeah, team I last mean, year. But... hey, yeah, we, we were saying we were saying the same been been thing last up. year. I know. I know. There's no reason why they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Good enough they team. They had a very just surprised... good
1: I mean, it didn't didn't help that some of their pitching got injured. But
2: I mean, yeah, I was still I
1: mean... kind of disappointed last year.
2: I mean, you, you still so. have Stroman, you still have DeGrom, you still have Syndergaard. I mean, that's a good one, two, three, right? Matt right? is, is still there, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you and have the you ha- middle relievers and relievers that are the wild cards, Yeah, the I weak
2: think. spot, yeah.
1: And yeah. a lot of the hitters are young and still potent. Jeff McNeil I mean, was very good last year.
2: Yeah, Conforto, uh, right? Of course,
1: Alonzo, Conforto. Yeah.
2: yeah, Alonso's a star. I Yeah, I mean, I don't... I get that their bullpen is is, is, is the weak spot, but, like, I don't know. That team is good enough. There's a, enough players on that team where I feel like they should make the playoffs. Now they need to shore up their bullpen. I mean, that that, that is their glaring weakness. That bullpen is terrible. But, like...
1: Yeah, but hopefully uh, the new GM can kind of shape things up. Yeah,
2: that that's like, that's like signing one or two players, paying a little extra money. And, and you know, that's where you, like... Like the rest of the team is solid. You 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 get you know is Familia still the closer? I think so, right? I'm
0: not I'm not familiar with that situation. <laughs> I don't think so I, actually. I got I think right he's on, on that. the team. I
2: don't know. He had like he, he, he had like <laughs> 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 he had like some suspension issues at some point, but I thought he was. Yeah, so I think bad. he was oh, doing drugs.
1: He's on the yeah. He's on the roster. Yeah, he does drugs.
0: Well, yeah, allegedly.
1: Yeah. Say that. Well, they lost say that. Cano, right? Yeah, because he uh, tooks yeah. an idiot. Yeah, yeah he's an idiot. Diaz yeah, is but... listed as the primary closer. Oh, Diaz, yeah.
2: okay, but yeah, right. I mean, I, like that's to, and They to signed me, that's Trevor re- May. Okay, yeah, I mean, like to me, like that's where you make your, like you fill out your team. You you, you know, really was weak spot. You get two or three, you pay a little extra money, and you shore it up. I mean, the Mets, there's no reason why the Mets again should not be in the playoffs. They're... There's enough talent on that team. Who's the manager?
1: Um, it's a new manager, uh, Jared Porter. I don't think I know him.
3: No, I don't know him
0: either.
1: Just yeah, just signed. Nobody does.
2: Uh,
1: Forget when they signed him, but very recently.
2: Post yeah, has a nice article about
1: him.
3: Hmm. Has there been any talk about uh, the start of the season? Is it just they're hoping for regular time? Regular, I, yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I, don't see, I don't see why not. I think
0: they're just, I think they're just fingers crossed and hoping for a uh, everybody vaxed and um,
3: okay. ready to go. Just like I'm last right. year, they didn't, they didn't make any plans last year, so that was true. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna make run any it plans. Back,
3: so. Run yeah. it back, guys. Run
2: it
0: back. It worked last year. Let's just run it back. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, that's the way too early MLB wrap. Uh, maybe we'll give you some more uh, info next week maybe not uh we're gonna finish up the show wrap it up with uh some beer reviews (laughs) i uh i bought a um southern tier friend of the pod variety pack it's good i'm uh their double ipa 8.2 percent alcohol by volume uh they put the date of birth and the time it was born on this. I like that. I like that southern tier. You guys are great. Uh, drinkabil- drinkability for this double IPA is extremely high. Um, not anything that's going to, uh, you know, turn you off on this beer. You're not going to drink it and be like, oh, all right, I can sip that. No, it goes down pretty good. Uh, so pick it up, Southern Tier Brewing Company, double IPA. Uh, good, little hoppy, um, but bad boy. Uh, good beer. Moving on. Dan, what are you drinking tonight? Uh,
2: I've, I've drank it plenty of times before, so I'm not going to review it. Dragon's Milk.
0: Good. Uh, Richie, what are you drinking tonight?
3: The Goose Christmas IPA again, which I had last week, so no need for a review.
1: Roland? I think in the uh, cherry chouffe, I guess you call it. I'm not sure exactly. Chouffe. It was in the uh, Duvel variety pack. Duvel. How's that cherry? It's a cherry flavored beer. I like it a lot. It's yeah. uh, also quite potent. I think it's. Um, I already recycled the bottle. But I think it's like. Oh, it says 8%. I'm looking at the website. Nice. Nice. 8% ABV, um, I don't know, just kind of a light, it's it's not super sweet cherry, like a artificial cherry. Right. Um, it's like a tart cherry, almost, mixed in with beer. It's a good mix. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of them you can drink, but I'm, I'm okay with one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those flavor-rich beers, uh, those
1: are, you know, sippers. Like it's a Belgian, but it's not like um, if you've ever had like Frambois, the raspberry beer where it's super tart and just like very sharp. Mm-hmm. It's not really quite like that, but you, I don't know how many of these you can drink in a row. Cool. Those are your beer reviews for this week.
2: Cool.
0: Uh, we'll uh, do our best to uh, get you some more
2: <laughs>
0: next week. Uh, For this week's show I'd like to thank you for listening For Dan Mayer, Rich Caco Producer Roland Barrielli and myself Tommy McGraw Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next Bye bye Boom good beer double IPA not very uh usually there's there's a flavor in there that that kicks
1: you a little bit not not too much on this especially That's for eight good. and a half percent it's pretty good
0: 8.2 eight eight and a quarter
1: eight and a quarter quarter eight and a quarter uh yeah so I, you could I was like bolstering you, it with some whiskey
0: I mean you could you could slug this down eight point two percent
1: so what else is in the variety pack
0: um i gotta look at it i don't remember off the top of my head i'll get you the menu interesting
1: kinds of beers or yes normal pack. yes no there was
0: uh i think a juicy um Mm. there might have been a sour you love juicies
3: Ooh, love sours
0: no i i like i like juicies you like sours i think this uh variety pack actually has something that all of us would like um but I'll look up the menu and. and it's called know. overpacked. Your face is overpacked.
2: Ooh, okay. Nice, well played.
0: Thank you. Southern tier. Variety pack.
1: <clears throat> Don't. It's not the cans. New IPA. Oh, no, it's not the cans. It's
0: not the cans. It's the bottles. Ooh. It might be Paco ales. There's a live session, new juice, IPA, double IPA, but I thought there was something else too in there.
1: Juicy okay. India Session Pale Ale, India Pale Ale, two times, IPA. Does that yeah, sound right? It. Paco I got Pales? It.
0: I gotta look at I gotta look
1: at We got a bottle there. We a... Oh, we got a Dan now.
3: That's right. That's the first time I've seen Dan in an hour. Oh really, He's you don't see him? You
2: You don't see me when I, uh, when I'm not like on the, in the app.
1: I mean, you've been turning your video off, I think.
3: Yeah, I
2: just seen that. I, 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 have just been like, uh, looking at stats online. Oh, I thought you guys were going to go.
1: Oh, I think whenever you minimize the app, it turns your video off. Oh, it
2: turns, oh, I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, because we haven't seen you, we've seen you maybe (laughs) 5% of the podcast. Oh,
2: that's so funny. I I just assumed you could still see me while I'm like scrolling through the stats stuff. Oh that's a nah. good question.
3: Can you guys see me right now?
2: Yes, yes.
3: Okay, so I have it minimized on my laptop. You're on your phone? Right? Right, I'm on my
0: phone, yeah. Dan's on his phone. Yeah, it is picture, the pack? It, it's the pack of pails. There's no uh, sour. Alright. All right. Ju- juicy live session, IPA and a double IPA.
1: I think after the holidays I'm just gonna go to Benny's and get like the highest A B B beers they have. Yes. Exactly. Yes.
0: You're going to get yep. that like 20, Got, 20 something. Got to do it. I it's don't know. It's like wine. They have. It's like drinking wine. Yep. Drinking wine, baby.
1: I love those um, like Dancing Frog or whatever it is. Yes. Breweries? Like Boris. Yeah. Doris
3: the Destroyer and Boris the <laughs> uh, whatever.
2: I don't think I've seen those. Are they good? Uh,
3: yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. They're good. I, I think they've won like awards and shit. Are really good, and the pipeworks are also really good. I don't think I've had the pipeworks. I
1: don't. They have a lot of them in Chicago, and they've been really good. That was probably between that and Southern Tier. I think it was my favorite s'more beers. Um,
3: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't. I have a list of shit to visit when stuff opens up, but Pipeworks is probably on there. Probably if take the train back.
3: We gotta get there next year, then.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming next uh, summer or fall it'll probably be, uh, open.
3: Yeah, I would imagine.
2: My cousin's trying to get married, uh, next fall.
1: That's okay. probably a decent bet, I'd say.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I would think so, too, but if there's any setback on time he left already, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep. He didn't uh, even say uh, who his friend was. He, like, <laughs> left it, like, mid-sentence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what Tommy loves doing.
3: Uh, at so least funny. this editing's gonna be easy tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Is Tommy gonna remember the name of the episode? No, uh, He might. He might. Yeah. Um, you got any house updates for us? Um, they they drilled the radon mitigation system.
1: I think I may have told you that I'm not sure. The guy didn't want us to pay him until he finished it, though, which was interesting. (laughs) Yeah, he's coming back the (laughs) thirtieth to finish it off. He needs to put the actual pump in to like extract the gas. So I'm still working out in my garage
3: because
1: I don't really want to be working out in like a high radon basement. Right. Right. Um, when so does that, you know, and then we have some people, some contractors coming to check out the place when we get back from Christmas. Okay. So hopefully okay. I get to, you know, spend like, you know, 90K when we get back from Christmas.
3: So, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, so is nothing happening from now until Christmas pretty much?
1: Nah, because we're quarantining to go visit the in-laws.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. So we're not really doing anything. We scheduled everything for after. Our condo—they're um, staging it Friday, and then taking pictures Saturday.
3: That's exciting. So that should—I'm go
1: guessing—they're going to put it on the market right after Christmas.
3: Yeah, that sounds um, fun.
1: And as long as interest rates stay what they are, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to sell it very quickly.
3: Right, I think so too. So that'll
1: be good. And if we can get close to asking, we may be able to finish the basement next year. That'd Tommy nice. always leaves before
3: the house talk.
2: I know It's probably the it'd probably be his favorite part of the whole the whole night. It, it,
3: it definitely would be. <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: I'm 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 just reading this article about like uh, how the Knicks can be competitive in, in within the next three years, and it is so ridiculous. Next three years. Well, I get Well, the, the the reason why they said three years, and I guess the author has a point, is that James Dolan has a heart attack. Dolan, <laughs> is that yeah, it's it not. It might as well be. It's because Dolan essentially gives these coaches three years before before uh. before he gets frustrated and they're out the Yeah, gym. but
1: I think he's the missing link because doesn't he give a blessing like to go down the like to to spend all the money and and do all the things? I feel like he's the thing that's been really clogging up the works for the last twenty ten years, years at least
2: twenty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has been, but he'll, you know... And, and it literally is the same cycle over and over again. Because he needs to modernize. Gonna, I mean, the I'm Knicks gonna, need to
1: modernize.
2: I'm going to sit back, let you guys do what you want to do if you want to tank, blah, blah, blah. So then the Knicks tend, tend to tank that first year, and then they get a high draft pick. Every three years, they get a very high draft pick. And then the second year, he wants to see some movement and there's very rarely any movement because the Knicks don't have any talent. And then the third year comes, and then he's like, we need to win games. And then that's when the Knicks make terrible signings in that third year. And then then they don't win any more games, and then they start the cycle all over again. So so anyway, there's a three-year process. Uh, year one basically begins with two or three of these guys have to develop into, into something, whether it's Mitch. R.J., Toppin. Basically, those are the three most likely guys. Right. Develop into, like, players. That's You better be there, because I have his jersey.
1: You better stay <laughs> at least two more years.
3: I forgot, I forgot you have his jersey. <laughs> you got a Mitchell Robinson jersey?
1: Yeah. They were, like, 60% off or something.
3: Didn't you wear it on the pod one episode last year? I could have.
1: <laughs> Very high possibility. I try to wear uh, sports gear.
3: That's All nice my sports
1: week. gear's up north, though, so I'll bring it back uh, next week. Yeah, I guess
3: next week. And didn't wear any sports gear. I don't wear any sports gear now.
2: Loser. I I don't really have any sports gear anymore. Why not? Um, I don't know. The, I think the only thing I have still is like a Justin Tuck jersey. Wow. So long it's been. Yeah. Well, I have a body. Do you have to tuck sweater? a Justin
1: Tuck jersey?
2: I probably should. I like on have, principle? <laughs> I, I actually, my favorite one, and I still have it, but I don't wear it because I had a principle, uh, is uh, my Tiki Barber jersey.
3: <laughs>
2: um, I like that one the best. But I have an Eli jersey I won't wear anymore. But Yeah, I could get another. I I, I, there's no giant that I a jersey now of, so I'm kind of stuck there. Uh, maybe Barkley. I guess I can get a Barkley one, perhaps. I'll think about that.
3: You gotta, um, you gotta wait now, I think. Cause... I know,
2: I do have to wait. You have to wait and see what happens next year.
3: Yeah, like, he, he could be on his way out, you don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's why it's so tough. I like. That's why you have to wait until like they do something big, because I'm not spending 100 bucks on a fucking jersey to get the boot, like, a year later. Is that a Manhattan right. College sweatshirt, by the way? It is. Rowing. Yeah. Rowing, nice. I almost
1: bought one of those. Maybe next year. Uh.
2: So, yeah, so buying buy sports jerseys. Obviously, I'm not going to buy a Knicks jersey, because... Right, I mean, those guys change every two or three years. You know what, Dan?
3: Why don't you just jump in with both feet and just buy an B jersey? Just do it, man. Obi
2: Toppin, just suck yeah, it up.
3: yeah. Have some fun with this. Come on, <sighs> I say uh, do I, it.
2: I, I I at least need to watch him play a game first before I buy the jersey. <laughs> no, no,
3: don't,
2: <laughs> I don't. I haven't even I haven't seen one. I haven't even seen a college game he's played in.
3: Take a leap of faith, <laughs> Toppin
2: uh he's supposed to be super athletic apparently is what people said in, in his practices i have to say
3: we'll, we'll convince you by end of season to get, we'll a, get a jersey, jersey. yeah
2: if he looks good if he if he if he finishes top three in rookie of the year voting i will get a top jersey
3: that, that's my goal by the end of this year is to convince you to get that jersey i'll be tapping yeah
2: i hope he's good listen i'll get if he's that good i'll get a top jersey I still can't believe R.J. Barrett
1: didn't end up like in the top ten. Me rookies. too. He's, he started out strong. I thought, like yeah. he was in the top five for quite a while. Yeah, then he fell apart,
2: and then he can't shoot. Like, that's, that's the thing that kills me. Uh, and and uh, and what's he? He was compared like he's not as good as him, obviously, but like he was somewhat compared to like James Harden because they're both like not really athletic. But they could both get to the basket. But the problem is, obviously, Jaden Tartan is an incredible shooter, and Archie Barrett is terrible. I think he shot, last year, I think he shot, like, 55% from the free-throw line. Like, how can you be a professional NBA player and barely make half of your free-throws? You're not Shaq. Like, yeah. What the fuck's going on,
3: buddy? And oh, that's good. bad. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing.
2: It's bad. Like, how do you do that? And apparently, he missed... Apparently, in his first game this season, he missed all four of his three-pointers and went, like... Four for eight from the line, and I'm like, come on, you can't do that. Like, like that's that's what's concerning. You had seven months to <laughs> to improve. You haven't played basketball in seven months. Like, at least improve something. Give me something. He has to become. He doesn't have to be like like James Harden. I think makes ninety percent of his free throws. He doesn't have to be that good, but you have to get to seventy-five percent. Three out of every four. That's 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 bare minimum if you're an NBA player, especially a a, a guard NBA player. Three out of every four. That's what he needs.
3: So. I'd be happy if Ben could get up to 60,
2: 65%. Start <laughs> throwing an underhand. Who did who did that? Was that Anthony Mason? Shaq.
1: Oh, Will Chamberlain did that, too. But I'm yeah. pretty sure
2: Shaq did it. Some yeah, point. Shaq did it for a little bit. But I think, but I think Will Chamberlain did, did that also for a while. Yeah, six, 61% free throw shooter. RJ Barrett it's terrible you can't be a 61 percent free throw shooter
3: gotta get to 75 have to i think your 75 is a little high i think he's got to get to like okay. 60, 68 to 70 ultimately
2: you have to get to 75 maybe not this year but you have to if he wants to be a good player in this league he has to be 75 to 80
3: man now you're going he, up to 80
2: well 80. He, like long-term goal he has to be 80 like James Harden wasn't this good of a shooter when he first came into the league he obviously got became a much better shooter um you know like, like like RJ can drive to the to the hoop I mean he he does have pretty good ball handling and driving ability and I think that is the elite part of his game but he has to develop a shooting like Kawhi Kawhi was an elite defender and he couldn't shoot when he came into the league now he's now he's you know so, like, at least he has one of those abilities. He's a, he, he can drive the ball and get to the basket, and I think that's his elite ability. Now now let's see. Like, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is similar to Barrett. Ben Simmons can drive to the basket and, you know, almost unstoppable. But his weakness is he can't shoot, So and he's never developed that. Like, that's my concern. Like, is R.J. Barrett going to develop anything outside of that ability?
1: So do you think the Knicks can buy low on Harden, or is Harden going to sell at, at full value right now?
3: Yeah, I think they're still... He's a superstar, so, like, yeah. there's not really... You don't really come across the cases of someone buying low on a superstar, no matter how bad a team wants to get rid of him. Yeah, wonder, you also have to like, over He just looks over-pay. so
1: bad. Like, how are you going to get full value for him if you're shopping him around? Are the Nets going to pay full value? Well,
3: it's, it's because it's the NBA. You need one of these players to win a title. So, no matter how... Low his value seems. You're gonna get top dollar. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just it's a the nature city. of the sport. It, the sport everywhere else.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you need a superstar, and and I think Houston wants to remain competitive. Like they don't want to just trade Harden, and, and start over.
3: Right. So uh, Dan, here's an interesting stat for you. I just googled the average league free throw percentage is 73 percent so he's well below
2: average I and mean, you have to get the league average for three free throw shooting
3: have to. That, that, that's that's lower than i would expect to be honest 73 73 percent right yeah yeah there are a lot of bad free throw shooters out
2: there that's
3: yeah. what i would have actual NBA, nba players
1: three but 70 something Maybe 76, yeah. 77,
3: something like that. I feel that. like it's probably closer to 80 than to 70. Like. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but you got, like, I don't know, I don't know so many big guys
2: shooting free throws. You have, you have like, strategies, too, where you feel, try to foul guys who aren't good free throw shooters. But I feel like the numbers skewed a little bit. But, yeah, so so I'm seeing, so it's, so Houston wants at least Ben Simmons and three first-round picks from the Sixers.
3: Right, and that's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot for the guy on a tail tail end of his career. How how old is James Harden? I think he's thirty one. Okay, thirty thirty one. Oh, no. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, and I don't know how many I years are left on his contract. Maybe two or three. I mean, you, so so you essentially could shrink your window from like eight years to three.
3: Right, <laughs> and again, I don't I don't think Ben will ever be as good as Harden, but now. He he raises the floor of the organization pretty high. Plus, like that's not a, I mean that's not a terrible
2: trade for you you He's still getting Simmons back. Like I get that Harden's better, but like, you know, okay, Harden might be top five. I mean Simmons is what, probably around the twentieth,
3: I would think. I think he's I think he's closer to the thirtieth. I, I I say between thirty to forty. 30. Oh really? You think he's that far back? Yeah, I think he
2: fell back last year. Well, I guess that, that could be he fell back last year. But, like, alright. Uh, Tyval, Simmons, first-round pick. for Harden, would you do it? One first-round pick.
3: Uh, man, I think you might have to. I think that's a good idea. Uh, I, I, I don't I do know. I think, I, don't, you know
2: the, I, th-
3: I think the odds of winning a championship are higher if you do it. But the odds of having a longer window of contending are lower.
2: It's true always a dilemma maybe but but I don't think
1: Simmons and and Embiid gel well and it's like trying to mix oil and water to get a championship
2: I I really can't see the two of them winning a title
1: so I think any chance you get to trade them for equal or greater talent is advantageous
2: And, and, and you would have to find a third piece and I still don't think there's you know it's not what's his face Obi. Oh yeah. What's his face? <laughs> yeah, Obi. Uh, um, uh. What the hell's his name? Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. There you go. Like
3: it's not Harris. Well, some some of the young players look pretty good tonight. So.
2: Yeah. It's. You know. That's why I like the Harford trade so much, or the Harford signing so much, because I thought it. I thought he could have been that like, gel factor between the two of them, but obviously he wasn't. That was all no. Right. He.
3: Well. You know. He. The problem is. The Sixers last year were designed kind of like the Knicks are. You got so many good players in the paint, but you, you didn't have the shooters last year. You know, yep. the, the Sixers had technically shooters, if you look at their stats, like Horford's a decent shooter for a big guy. Yeah. Jason, Jason Richter's a decent shooter for... Uh, yeah, You know, for his position, but none of them are what you would call like sharp shooters. Nope. And, and with Embiid and... Simmons, you really need a sharpshooter, a guy that can shoot six to ten threes a game. You know, it, it's kind of different, even I if mean, he shoot- I, I mean, you know, I, well, we all know what they need. They need a J.J. Reddick. Right. And and I mean, they, they kind of have that this year. With who? Well, they got uh, Curry and uh, Danny uh, Green.
2: Yeah, that's right. Curry, that's sold on Danny Green. I.
3: Yeah, he's, and again, this goes back to what I was saying before. Like, you know, even if Danny Green doesn't reach, you know, his old levels, just the fact that he's a sharpshooter and can throw up six to ten shots just automatically makes them a better team because he just fits the roster better. So then, what's? Uh, I mean, he's thirty-three. I mean, he, he he's
2: basically a spot player now, I think. Although he yeah, had a good see. But so so then, what's your what's their uh, crunch time five? Demons? Well, you
3: probably, you probably play Green and, and Curry with. Big three.
2: Green and Curry with, with Simmons. So you wouldn't play Richardson? He's off He's off the top, top five?
3: He's, he's not on the team anymore. They traded him for... Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. For Curry. I liked, I liked Richardson too. Yeah, but again, Curry, I think it's just a better... I, I think Richardson is a better player than Curry, but I think Curry is a better fit for this team. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. That's probably their top five.
2: Mm. Interesting. Interesting.
3: I mean, Curry is the uh, reigning it, three point uh, leader, I think, over the last two years. Is he really? Yeah, I believe so.
2: I mean, the, the, the only other problem, though, is that it is not a very good defensive lineup. Not very good what? Defensive lineup.
3: Uh, it's not bad.
2: Uh, Simmons isn't great. What? Uh, Simmons is
3: an all-defensive player. What are you talking about? Oh, wait, no. Wait, who... Oh, wait, Embiid's not great. Is
2: that who I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, that's who you're talking about. No, I think you're drunk right now, Dan.
2: No, who was... I'm trying to think. Because one of them, they were... Uh, I thought it was when Embiid was on the floor, they were, uh, like, a, one of the best defensive teams in the, in the league. And then when Simmons was on the floor, they were one of the better offensive teams. Did I get that reversed?
3: No, they're they're both, um,
2: yeah. But that was a staff from last year. I forget. I forget who it was though.
3: I no, I think, was, I think it was. I think it was maybe Horford or something. No, it was not Ben
2: Simmons. I'll look for it. I'll look for it. And I'll share it in the chat tomorrow because I remember seeing that. Oh, that. Oh, I will. It's not friend of the Pod Matisse. No,
3: Matisse Tybal. No. So Ben Simmons was uh, fourth in defensive player of the year voting last year. Embiid was. was not not on the list somehow. I thought he was low ranked defensively last year. Embiid? Yes. Goal. Oh, Possible. Possible. Well, I don't know.
2: I, I I I think it's a better fit. So then who's the?
3: So then what's the depth on the team? Seven. Um. Well, they got they got Seibel, who uh, is a solid young yeah. player. I like it. He, he, he's just a defense he's just a defensive player. All their good young players are shine on defense. So then, who, so, so then
2: So that so then I guess the problem then is or my question then is who would cuz last year I mean obviously it wasn't great but like like you obviously need you know who's like that sixth man who's going to basically be like lead the second unit.
3: Well, tonight it was Shake Milton and uh, last year he was a young player and they think he can take a step forward. I mean, he's got to prove it, though. I mean, I yeah, wouldn't count. That. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that either. I wouldn't count on that. Um, but, you know, even on their starting unit, they're missing a Jimmy Butler type player. You know, someone who can go one-on-one yeah, and take, take, take a step back. Like, they don't have... No, uh, they don't have... You know, I mean, Kawhi can do that. Butler can
2: do that. LeBron, obviously. Harden. They don't have anybody who could just
3: create their own shot whenever they want. Right, and uh, the rook- the rookie they just drafted, uh, Tyrese Maxey, he did that a few times tonight, which is, you know, good to see. But he's a fucking rookie, so you can't count yeah, on him. Yeah, so
2: you can't count on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I mean, I think I think it's a better fit with those guys. But, I, uh, but I I don't see how. I, I don't know. The it doesn't seem like they have a ton of depth, and they don't have. Like that second unit are they gonna try to do which never works but are they gonna essentially try to have you know play simmons extra time on the second unit and then have yeah
3: simmons always plays just a full game like you know he's like lebron in that aspect you know when he needs to play he needs he's gonna play you know and
2: like that that never never works when like you know i think houston try to do that with like you know like Harden plays you know the whole first quarter, and then you know um, to try to like squeeze in with the second unit. Like you, you need that. You need that sixth man essentially. Like who is going to be your sixth man?
3: Yeah, I, I think their second unit is going to be surprisingly good this year. I think it's going to be top half of the, half of the league. You think so? Yeah, I you know I think uh, the rookie's going to play well. You know, Shake Milton. Uh, they got Dwight Howard. Don't forget. No, oh, that's right. I, I did forget about Dwight Howard. <laughs> he, he played pretty well tonight. I mean... They got the the Perkinator. Who? Ber, on Korkmaz. You know, he's... Uh, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. A good three-point shooter. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's... They got Mike uh, you know. Scott, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> I do like Mike I Scott. He's honestly but, probably not going to get much playing time. Who? Matthias? My, Mike Scott. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah and, I, and uh, Stiebel, you know, they got to enough players on the second unit, I think.
2: Yeah, but they don't have any players that could score on the second unit. That I don't know, you need, like, even if, like, even if it's not consistent, like, like, you need those guys that, um, like, I'm trying to think of, like, examples, like Jamal Crawford, who could just, like... He was okay but then he would like go crazy every once in a while and just like keep the team in it while the second you know right. like like i don't feel like that that's an, to me it's such an, always an undervalued like the bench is always an undervalued piece like, always. like that's what always. that's what won toronto the, the championship a couple years ago is you know their bench was so good and you don't need to have like a deep bench necessarily but you need to have that guy that leads the second unit because you can't have your first unit be so good give you the lead, and then your second unit comes in, blows it, and then your first unit has to come in and constantly, you know, Yeah, it I. Back.
3: I, th- I think to start the season, or the first half of the season, their plan is for the second unit to be a strong defensive unit because I think yep. the skill sets match that. And then they have a couple players that I think they hope to develop by the end of the year, and that will be the difference maker is it, if they make
2: if they a run in the finals or not. Yeah, I always find, like, uh, I mean, Golden State would rotate between like, um, you know, either Clay or uh, or Draymond Green on their second unit, and like that was that was like, yeah, you know, and and it, you know, and even when the Knicks had like some decent seasons way back when, like their second unit was like led by like Nate Robinson, and Nate Robinson was like that was what he was meant for. Yeah, I don't know that like that that's I don't know. That, I I I always like the NBA because it's like those weird. Like you're right. I think I think this team probably matches up better with their talent than they've had in. Like while the overall talent, position by position, was probably better last year, I feel like this team Definitely probably better has, last year. I think this team has probably a better fit. At least in the starting five, I, uh, the depth is is going to be interesting. I'm excited. I I I, I love the NBA. I've become I've become a huge fan of the last
3: like five ten years. Even though the Knicks have been god awful, I like
2: all that NBA stuff.
3: Yeah, like like last year for me, the Sixers were unwatchable, but I still enjoyed the NBA with other teams. Just the story, the storylines are just so good all uh, across the, the league.
2: Uh, the storylines are so good, and it's like there's always drama and like. You know Westbrook and Westbrook and Harden hating each other, Kawhi and Paul George not liking each other, and it's like so. You know, and you know, I by before the end of January, the story's gonna break that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving hate each other. Yeah, that's right. Like, oh, everyone is hoping for. That you can almost guarantee that that is gonna happen. <laughs> like if they make it through the year without one rumor that saying that they want to be traded apart from each other, I would be shock like they there's no way like Durant hasn't played in like two and a half years there's no way he's gonna or however long it's been a year and a half there's no way he's gonna come in and and just you know be ready to go like he's gonna be bad and I don't think and I don't think the Nets are gonna be very good in the beginning and if Kyrie's playing his ass off and they suck and then Durant comes back and they still suck I feel like that's gonna be interesting
3: Yeah, Nets are one of the best storylines
2: of the year. Ah, cannot wait. I don't think the Sixes are going to be much interesting storyline-wise, because I think they'll all be excited with Doc and, like, all that stuff.
3: Yeah, uh, unless it goes poorly, and then you'll hear the Simmons and and Embiid hate each other if if they're not winning games.
2: Yeah, see, I feel like Doc does a good job winning games, though. I like Doc.
3: That's that's true. Uh, his obvious problem is winning in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when it'll. That's when they'll they'll start hating each other. But he's a great regular season coach. Great regular season coach.
3: All right. So yeah, um, you're right. There, there won't be any interesting storylines out of Philly. No, you know? not, until like,
2: not until like June.
3: <laughs> right. Right.
2: Which is too bad because I enjoyed him last year. Um. Um. But uh, we shall see uh i had to get my brakes fixed today holy shit, that was expensive front and back by the way all at once all at once it's because roland um i was told on sunday so it was elise's car naturally uh why does it matter you're married well because i don't drive it so then she was like hey um I think something's wrong with my car. It's making a really loud noise whenever I step on the brakes. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "How?" Ba-? So then I drove it on Sunday uh, for like the fr- like obviously like it's her car, so I don't drive it a lot. Uh, so I drove it on Sunday for the first time, and I don't know how long. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I don't think you could drive this car right now." I was like, <laughs> "There are no brakes. I was like, how are you driving?" <laughs>
1: Drifting out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't even feel safe stepping on the brakes. I got to work in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So like, I brought it in, and they're like, uh they're like, oh yeah, you're a metal on metal, both the front and back. I was like, yeah. Oh my god! (laughs) It's
1: got to be like seven hundred bucks, right?
2: Yeah, it was six hundred for for each. It was like twelve hundred all together. Oh my god! Jesus. I know, I know. So it's forked down twelve hundred bucks today. Wow! But I was like, well, and obviously, I mean, it's not day now that I, like I literally, I like stopped short the first time I stepped on the brakes because I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, how long has this been going on for? She's like, I don't know, a little while. She's like, you know, I, I thought it was just because like, I thought there might just be like water and we had the big rainstorm a couple of weeks ago. I was like, that was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Ah, unbelievable. that's
3: hilarious.
2: I know. They, they like called. I was. I. I knew. I knew the back were gone. So I was hoping it was only the back. And then when they were called, they're like, uh, yeah, the front's gone too." I was like, "Fuck!" Like, how how much is this gonna be? And then um. Uh, the um, this happened like a month or so ago, and I, I just never brought it in because I was like, "I'll bring it in later." But like the front passenger doorknob broke off. Like, <laughs> like Lisa went to open the door one day and it just like snapped. <laughs> so you can't get into the passenger. So I was like, oh yeah, we'll bring it in. But I was like, whatever. I mean, we're rarely both in the car at the same time. So it like hardly impacts me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I went to get that fixed. And, and like, <laughs> and uh, and so the, <laughs> it, she must not think I was like, uh, I, I, I'm like, so she called up and she's like, she's like, all right, so, you know, we got to do this. It's 600 bucks. I was like, fuck. She's like, and then we got to do the front. And I was like, oh, how about are the front? They're like, yeah, it's the same. I was like, oh, fuck, that's another 600 bucks. And then I was like, well, what about, what about that door handle? She's like, well, we have to order the par and then labor. So we'll order the par, it's like 27 bucks and then labor like $10. So it's like, it's going to be like 37 bucks. And I was, I was like, isn't that covered by warranty? <laughs> Save like $37 and like a $1,200 bill. She <laughs> been, been like, okay buddy, you're already spending 1200 bucks <laughs> so it's not
1: $37. That was like, uh, I had a rock hit my AC condenser and crack it, so it needed to get replaced. And we were in Green Bay, so I just went to the Honda dealership there and when, when I was picking it up, I was like, do you have any, like, coupons or anything? I'm not from around here. Like, do you have any online coupons? And he's like, I gave you, like, three bucks off or something. <laughs> it was like $1,300. <laughs> I was like, I'll take
2: it. Free money. <laughs> well, so, so so I asked her. I was like, is this under warranty? And she's like, no, no, your warranty expired, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I thought it was, like, this is warranty. She's like, oh, that's Paratrain. I was like, whatever, fine. I'll pay the extra 37 bucks." And then... And then she called me back like an hour later and she's like, Oh, it looks like you bought the extended warranty. Uh, so technically it is covered, but you have a hundred dollar deductible. So it would actually be more.
1: <laughs> Do it on
2: principle. <laughs> pay the deductible. I was like, all right. right, I'll just pay out of pocket then?
3: Sons <laughs> <laughs> uh. of bitches. Uh, it was brutal. I
2: was like fuck, I had to get my I have to get my other car fixed too. I don't know my other car, my other car actually. How many fucking
3: cars you got, dog? Shit.
2: Well, oh, we have the two. My my car, uh, I'm more. I mean, her car was just stupidity. It fucking breaks. My my car, I'm a little concerned about is uh, um, is the transmission. I feel like there's something wrong with it. And I've brought it in like once or twice, and I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like fuck. So, whatever. how many
1: miles is it?
2: 105 maybe 110. it i i've looked there's could like a climbing, um, it could be i'm so honestly i was gonna just bring it in and get a tune up and see if they could figure out like maybe it's just like something that's loose that's that's causing <coughs> hey. like there's like an it's like an at light and it flashes on my car and um i, I googled it and, and and sometimes it can be like transmission fluid but i don't see see that it's low or anything but maybe it's so anyway so uh, i was gonna bring it in and get like a tune-up but that's like you know that'll cost like five six hundred bucks hmm. so i'm like and i was gonna do it this week because i was like all right whatever but like now i just got twelve hundred bucks and i gotta like roll the dice in my car <sighs> unbelievable down to the fucking down
1: to the Boy, fucking we metal. down to
2: one car <laughs> i would love to go down to one car
1: and now i'm in a uh, biking, biking range to work Do you really? Yeah, I only live about 10 miles away from
2: work, I think. Yeah, I do too, but the way Massachusetts works is essentially you can't get to anything without going on a highway,
1: Hmm.
2: which is uh, kind of annoying.
1: A hub-and-spoke kind of deal?
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, hub-and-spoke kind of deal, and there's only like it's it's yeah, it's 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 absurd. Like there's no way to get anywhere except getting on a highway. Um like you can go to your like immediate town, but if you want to go mm-hmm. to any place you have to like get on highway. That's like bullshit. Like even to go to like the supermarket I have to like hop on a highway. Not ideal, Roland. Not mm-hmm. ideal. Burn it all down, start it over. <laughs> I, I I gladly. Bus <laughs> is like the most confusing town. City Massachusetts
1: those streets They're, are crazy
2: they ever tell you when I first when we first moved up here I would always get so lost because um, so obviously I live my whole life in New York and so uh, you know New York City is grid. a very simple grid system <laughs> yeah. and so you know if there's like traffic or if there's whatever one-way Then whatever, you cut down a side street, you go up a couple blocks, you cut down, whatever. And then you get to wherever you're going, you might save save a couple minutes. So when we came up to Massachusetts, I would do the same strategy. I was like, ah, this thing is backed up. Let me just go right. I'll go down a couple blocks and I'll, you know, whatever, try to cut off some traffic. But uh, Massachusetts isn't built like a grid. Um, It's all like old, like, like cow paths, I think, that they just built roads over so they don't go like north and south they literally just wind in various directions and so like i remember like i would do it a couple times and i would literally end up further back from where i started because it would just be a ridiculous round of like winding roads that would just end up dumping me like two miles further back from where i actually started from and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me so now you know it's not a good system here <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Um, yeah, we do. I'm, I'm aware, Dan. <laughs> I've been to Boston quite a few times. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh one last thing. We can go, or I, I'll go. Uh, I'm walking around trying to put this fucking, um, uh, we have this
3: stupid elf on a shelf. So, does does it thinking. have a camera in it, or is it just sit on a shelf and it's an yeah, elf? You've never seen. supposed to ne- scare kids. Yeah, you've never seen Elf on a Shelf? I have, is a right? I wasn't just 100% sure how it actually works. There he is. He yeah. I've piece of shit before. There he
1: is. But
3: yeah, we were never going to get it. it.
1: And the kids think that it moves on its own and and surveils them. So it gets them used he, to, you know, He's like a like
2: spy. Yeah, it gets it gets used to uh, uh, Big Brother watching him. <laughs> That's basically what it what it's training him for. How long have you had it sitting around?
3: Uh, We've had it.
2: For five or six years now i think
3: no i meant um, i meant like at how long this season so far like how many days oh, he, com- re-
2: he, he, he comes out uh the day after thanksgiving oh okay um, there's like a whole book that comes with it oh useful my, yeah my it's like a it's like a kid's book uh and my mom got it for him and it comes obviously with the fucking elf um <clears throat> and so like the kids get all excited they name him so he has a name um he's called peanut butter in case you were wondering
1: Put him on the fan. <laughs> Peanut butter the elf.
2: On, but you have to be careful because he can't fall, um, or else he dies. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't imagine what would happen. Like the kid would probably freak out. Uh, <laughs> you
1: should duct tape him to the fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spin him around, no! <laughs> uh, and then are not allowed to touch him, or else he loses his magic. Um, wow, he has a lot so of many rules. rules. Oh my god, so oh my many rules
1: for a magical elf.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. You can't touch him. He goes he goes to the North Pole every every night to tell Santa how, how the kids have been. I mean, it is literally like Big Brother. He, like, spies on him all day. And then he runs back to tell uh, to tell Big Brother how, how everybody was doing. And the other thing that I was supposed to do, everybody and I forgot, and now it's too late. I'm just going to go to bed, and just, we'll have to cancel. Uh, tomorrow for a, uh, uh, to get place there he is. I'm you Can, you here. Can you see him? I do see him. Yeah. Don't fall a uh, low. I think he's in there pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um so we were uh so you know we're supposed to bring the dog into this groomer tomorrow morning, but it's a new groomer and every time you go to a new fucking place you have to like show like the paperwork to show that he's like vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And like I can't find it. So <laughs> we're not gonna be able to go I gotta know where it, I have no idea where it could be so I don't know maybe I could call up the vet
1: yeah Yeah. are calling up at 11 o'clock at night maybe
3: maybe they're 20 20- <laughs> maybe
2: well so I know I guess they would keep it on
3: file right yeah I think so